I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What is up? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently am broadcasting live in a remote location. We have moved away from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am off-site. Um, I am in the comfort or the something sweets. I don't remember where it is. I'm in a hotel, basically, in outside of Raleigh. We'll explain that in just a minute. Um, just so you know if this sounds terrible quality-wise uh, where I'm at. Um, I'll, I'll fill you in just a second. But before I do that, I want to bring in a very special guest. She is the, uh, she is the Rick Moranis to my Dave <laughs> Thomas. She is the... Jacques Rougeau to my PR Carl Lulet. And of course, she is the Wayne Campbell to my Garth. I had to bring bring it back home a little bit to the U.S. side of things. But uh, of course, she is the one and only, my favorite Canadian and yours, Crystal Stewart. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? You know, Mike Myers is Canadian, right? (laughs) I just realized that. But I was thinking Wayne and Garth because Aurora, Illinois, you know. So I was trying to have that. Yeah. You can do the Wayne, I can do the Garth. There the you Canadian go. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, I just want to apologize. My good friend, Eric Broughton, who's originally from Saskatchewan and is now over in Ontario. Um, no offense, uh, Eric. I love you just as much. You're tied to my favorite Canadians. You've all, all Canadians are my favorite Canadian, Canadians. How's that? <laughs> so uh, yeah, there uh, you go. <laughs> So I wanted to kind of explain my situation real quick uh, because I don't know if anyone can hear me very well. Um, I'm, I'm in a hotel right now. We're getting our, our, our home remodeled, um, not from the storm. I got a lot of people reaching out thinking that we got damaged from the storm. This was actually scheduled before we even knew of any storms going on. The storm kicked us out for about a couple of days because we didn't know what was going to happen, so we kind of had to hire safer ground. We shacked up with Katie's parents for uh, a couple of days. Then we came back home, and the storm just threw all our schedule for the remodel like into a whirlwind. So I ended up taking last week off just because we were so behind. And now the place is getting remodeled. We're about 10 minutes away from my house. Um, but we are in a hotel right now in this, uh, the Candlewood Suites over here in Apex. And uh, it's a great hotel. beautiful. Everything's awesome. But I just don't get the greatest service. So if there's any kind of glitches or snaps or crackles or fuzz, 
you kind of know what's going on. So if I disappear, Chris will have to keep him entertained for the next hour. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> start start, start talking with you, girl. Right. Uh, oh, my goodness. How are you? It, it, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we, we talked on the air, and I, I do crave this time. It's, it's a part therapy session, part uh, laugh riot and uh, all inspiration. And uh, I've, I've missed uh, being on the line with you. How have you been? Um, I'm good, and uh, you know it's it's getting cold here, but big surprise for Canada. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're down to single digits tonight, so it's a little chilly. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much the same old, same old. Um, Steve Not Doyle, as exciting. Who I believe, is up there. Yes. Do you know who Steve Doyle is? He posted. I, I do know who. He's joking or not. But he posted a, a snowstorm already up there. It was barely September. Um, yeah, we've had. There are certain parts of the country that have definitely had snow. Yep. Oh man, that's that's insanity. No thanks. We haven't. <laughs> yeah, but, we haven't had snow, but we do get down. Like I think tonight is maybe five or six degrees. Like it, it's pretty brisk. Wow. That's, that's that's insane. Well, yeah, it's a little so chilly. I thought, it's chilly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too chilly for me right now. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I was thought tonight we we kind of just go through this, you know a lot of things been going on in the DPO community, a lot of good things, a lot of you know not so great things. Some people some people are feeling some hurt. Some people are trying to stay inspired through a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um, but I thought we'd come on here. Uh, I didn't want to take another week off because I'm in the hotel room because we've had been a couple of weeks. So I want to check in and, you know, we, we may not do like a full hour, but we want to touch base and do, you know, check in and see, you know, give an update on what's going on in the DDP of the community with you, with me, mm-hmm. if you guys want to call in three, four, seven, nine, nine, four, one, two, one, six. But, um, I think, uh, we'll have some fun tonight. If you guys want to call in, if you want to share some inspiration, some questions, concerns, and uh, we got some cool episodes coming up for you guys, too. I know Stacy, we've officially got Stacy and Nancy in the books for October. Is that right? Yes. Yes, they have books. Yes. And rumor has it, you know, we've been working on something special, uh, maybe a little bit of a DPOGA uh, radio class reunion in the works. Yeah, where we I'm working on it. All of the alumni. <laughs> yeah. We don't have anything to... Uh, announced quite yet, but, you know, this this show has been through several incarnations over the past uh, several years, and we're thinking about getting the band back together for one big party and just kind of celebrate what this, you know, this has become, because we are several hundred episodes into the show, and, uh, yeah, you know, Boyd yeah. Page and Rob, Robert and everyone started doing this when they got this off the ground. Podcasting wasn't even really a thing. Like, this was predates right. all the big podcasts, the wrestling podcasts, so we've been doing this for quite a while now, and uh, through that we've got a lot of people who have worked really hard to kind of get this show, you know, and keep this show on the air, and we're uh, trying to bring everyone back under under one roof as we can. Of course, Sparky and Robert and Stacy, and yep. there's so many more people to to mention, but um, we're going to try to bring everyone back and have a little bit of a class reunion, if we will, uh, have a little fun sometime soon. Um, I think that would be a really cool cool episode. So we got a lot of stuff. Uh, going on there. And of course, Garrett, who is supposed to be uh, coming on with us soon, I was going to try to reach out to him tonight. I know he banged up his knee a little bit, so uh, best wishes yeah. to my boy Garrett. And 
I wanted to save him because he's so much fun to talk to. I love that guy so much. I wanted to save yeah, him Yeah, he's for, so much uh, fun. Kind of a, a, a date when I could um, actually hear him or have good quality going on here just because it was so iffy here at the hotel whether things were going to work. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, I know there's some certain people in the DP Yoga universe and the DP Radio universe that we are struggling right now. I don't know how much we're supposed to go into and say on that, so I'm kind of just going to leave it a little bit uh, loose and just, uh, you know, we're, we're sending love to uh, Hayden, you know, of course our co-host. We don't want to go stepping on any toes or talking to him, but just uh, know that the show is behind him and his beautiful wife, uh, Laura, and uh, we love them and, we, you know, they are such an instrumental part of this company. He's been a co-host in the show before he moved to the U.S., and you know, we just want to, you know, send our best to them. And uh, his, his glorious wife, uh, who is really the warrior in the family, Laura, um, those guys are, are, are incredible people. They sure are. So I love them so much. But, no. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that being said, um, we have uh, a lot of stuff that has gone on in the past week since we've uh, we've talked. We had the, of course, the GDP yoga workshop in LaSalle, the all-in uh, thing with the, uh, with Paige showing up and dropping yep. some diamond cutters uh, with Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Uh, let's just yes. talk about that for a second. Did you actually watch the event, or did I you kind of catch the cliff notes? You did watch it. Nope, I, I did not see it. it right I only from- saw the clips. Tell me what happened. What was going on? Um, it was, you know, I was really kind of pleasantly surprised. I don't know really what I was expecting, but what a great show. They have really a lot to be proud of. Yeah. And, of course, I was I was thrilled with Punch to see Dallas. So, yeah, um, it was amazing. It was a really good show. It was a really good show. Oh, yeah. well, I love the story because, first of all, Cody is incredible. I got to work on a sure show here in Raleigh uh, last year. It was probably about a year and a half ago. I was working for uh, Jim Cornette at the Dorton Arena, helping him out with some stuff. Yep. And uh, Cody came in. He showed up at this independent show, suit and tie. was professional. Very, you know, shook everyone's hand, asked everyone's name. I, I was taken by how much of a professional he was, usually on these kind of independent type shows. You know, guys will show up in sweatpants or whatever, and you know he came in dressed in nines, and he he walked in and you and you saw a star. Like Cody Rhodes looked like a star, and I think there's so many parallels between DDP and and Cody uh, Rhodes, and of course DDP's mentor being Dusty, yeah, um, yep. being Cody's father, uh, Dusty being Cody's father. But if you look at those two guys, there's so much. Uh, uh, similarities between the two with the work ethic and also yeah. the risk taking. You know, we've talked about this before, and they're actually working on a, a documentary down there. I know that Nathan and the guys are doing on the creation of the DDP Yoga company. Um, but, you know, Paige took a risk. You know, he had money in the bank. You know, he was a contracted sure WCW guy towards the big money deals. And, you know, he laid it out there. It was uh, make it or break it. And I think that Paige respects Cody's willingness to do that. When he left that big guaranteed contract, he could have sat him, you know, up there comfortably for the rest of his life, just posting on the road. Sure. And, but he decided to go out there and, like he said, bet on himself. And he put it all out there. And what a better term, all in, for the pay-per-view, because it is. You know, he went out there with a couple guys. 
who weren't, you know, top WWE guys didn't have that big name, and they put their money where their mouth is, and they bet on themselves, and I think Paige rep- uh, respects that about, you know, people, and I know he respects that about Cody, and it was awesome to see them succeed for, on a personal level, you want to see you do well, but also it's good for professional wrestling in the whole, you know, it's getting guys work, it's getting I guys agree. paid, and it's great, great, great story. It really was. It was a feel-good story. Yeah. And the show itself, from the beginning right to the very end, it felt very reminiscent for me. It felt like old-school wrestling. And I know, you know, nowadays there's a lot of there's a lot of theatrics and a right it's a bigger show but this mm-hmm. felt more to me like old school 80s you know awesome wrestling and it was great i loved it i've watched it actually a couple of times now just you know on playback and stuff it's, it was a great show it was a great show well I, I, I heard it was very good, and I, I do plan on watching it. There was no reason I didn't watch it other than the fact that it just been so crazy chaotic. But, um, you know, there are lessons to be learned in that. You know, the whole betting on yourself sure kind of thing. And to bring it back into DDP yoga and what we do here, there's a lot of people, you know. Cody Rhodes, you know, you, mostly 99% of the time you leave the WWE, you leave the big time. You're doing small events, 100-seat buildings, 30 seats. Some people, 20 people show up. Sometimes 150 people show up. Usually the WWF, when you take off from there and leave there and go to the Indies, it's a very uncertain, uh, daunting task to even kind of rebuild yourself. And there isn't really a market yeah. to be an independent star. There is a market to be an ex-star or a former star. Mm-hmm. But the Indies are now becoming a more of a proving ground for people to – make a name for themselves, you know? And I think that's so kind of ties into just a life lesson and a DDP yoga lesson. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people in the community that come here in a place of desperation. They are considered a lost yep. cause. Yep. Their body has yep. failed them. They're overweight to the point where they can't even comprehend losing that kind of thing. They can't comprehend standing on a yoga mat and doing DDP yoga and let alone kind of visualize the end goal. But there's something to be said for just kind of taking that first step. Just saying, you know what? What do I got to lose? If I go all in here, if I put everything I got into this, if I got all in, worst case scenario is I'm in the same boat I am now. So why not, you know, kind of just take that? You owe it to yourself because in life, sure equity, all, the only equity we have is our life and our health. That's the only true currency. In real currency, I mean, is the only thing we have to offer is ourselves and our life and our love and our you know, health, and you kind of make that bet and go all in on yourself. I think there's kind of a lesson there to be tied into all of this. That right, bet on you. Sorry, my, yeah, and you know, I was just gonna say when I went down to the PC, and you know, you see all those people at Summit. You know what? I can say with a hundred percent certainty, there wasn't a fitness model in the group. There wasn't. We've all put the work in to some level. Some of us have slipped. Some of us have restarted. Some of us have, you know, really exceeded well. Um, but the common ground is, is we all show up. Absolutely. I mean, that's for sure. And well, are you trying to tell me that Josh McAdoo is not a fitness model? 
<laughs> to me, he is, but I don't know about anybody else. Wow. Josh, I got your All back, right? man. Crystal says you ain't no fitness model. I think you're a beautiful man. I mean, just remember that. I, I love McAdoo. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just saying. But no, no. I, I know what you're talking about. And, you know, even the people who, who work, you know, who are the ones teaching the classes or the ones giving the workouts, they didn't start as instructors. They started as broken down. A lot yeah. of people were overweight, injuries and stuff. It's, it's, I had a buddy of mine who um, one of my best friends in the world was 378 pounds. This isn't a deep yoga story. But he, back in the day when we were, you know, back in working on radio full-time, get Chinese food at 1 o'clock in the morning every night. Um, he was 378 pounds, and he lost a bunch of weight and then started teaching classes at uh, Weight Watchers because he lost the Weight Watchers. And people would come into his class, and they'd look at him, and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to tell me how to lose weight. He lost 200 pounds, so he's in great shape. And they'd come in, and they'd kind of balk at the idea of, this guy knows what I'm going through. Yeah, right. But then when you give him the story and he shows you the before pictures and you realize, oh, this guy wasn't always just this good-looking guy in a bow tie who's, you know, fit and healthy and stuff. He was where I was. There's nothing yeah. more relatable to somebody than to find somebody who's walked a similar path. And when I go to a club or a, or a, or a gym or, a, you know, whatever it may be, and I see that perfect fitness model girl, you know, doing this insane stuff, or this guy who's never even struggled with the food and has 0% body fat and has always been like that and will always be like that. I don't relate to that person. I relate to the person who got that way because they needed to or because they chipped away at it. I don't relate to the fitness model. I relate to the guy who was where I was, who pulled it together and was in the trenches for as long as I've been and pulled it together and, and proved to me that somebody in my position, um, someone who's been where I can be, I've been, can get to that point and recover from it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think that's one of the greatest things about everybody that um, partakes in the community atmosphere here at DDP Yoga, that, you know, there isn't a person here that doesn't have a story. And that isn't willing to share this, their story to some degree to help someone else. And, I mean, it, it's incredible what some people have overcome. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, well, absolutely. I mean, you just look, you know, it's, you know, we sometimes forget about that, especially in the days of the Internet. You know, it's easy to kind of look at a picture and decide, well, this person obviously thinks this or looks like this or, you know, you, you, we're in this right, society right. that we judge people by, you know, do I want to be this friend, person's friend or not by their profile picture or look at a quick synopsis of someone and decide, do I want to associate with that person via this four sentences on their bio? You know, it's really, we've always been trained, don't judge a book by its cover, but we're now in a society that kind of trains us to judge a book by its cover before we allow someone into our circle. And with this yeah. uh, program, we really do kind of learn the depth of somebody. Um, we kind of, with this show, this is what this show is, is built for, to kind of take an hour and deconstruct someone's story on a level that, you know, kind of really you get to know a person's, you know, inner you know being or inner thoughts or past or history in a way that a lot of, I don't think fitness companies 
typically do. Like I can look at somebody and see the before and after picture on, you know, whatever gym or Planet Fitness or whatever advertisement they want to show me. But that before and after picture tells me very little about a human being. Um, obviously, they right. can to their body. But with, from the show to the, the app to the website, on the website, there's not just the before and after picture. There's a before and after and then a paragraph or two just explaining this person because I don't think the before and after picture is, is any kind of use until you learn no. who the person underneath that is. Right. And I, you know, my two cents in this whole conversation is if you are on the outside looking in, we as a collective are not the typical fitness company. We're not. We're not. And there is a great deal of pride in that. There's a great deal. I think, you know, everyone that I've met that is to be an employee and work alongside with Dallas in all the different aspects. I mean, we, we all have a story. We've all, you know, the, I guess the thing, what I'm trying to say is your value as a human being here at DDP yoga is never determined by the size of your ass. And that's a big thing. It's, that's that, that's true. Although I well, call that the pound of nickel off of mine. <laughs> but really, it's true. Your your worth isn't it, it. Your worth as as a person of value to this community isn't based on what you look like. No, I mean that that, that is so no. true. And part of what we do to inspire people, besides the workouts and besides the advertisements. We tell stories it's that across sure the board do. of the company. Look at this DDP Yoga Rebuild series with Jerry, you know, getting these weekly updates. You're watching a man, just one person, tell his story over a series of months, and you get to kind of live that journey along with him, not eight months post-production, along with him. He, no. You are experiencing his journey alongside of him, and that's what we do. We tell stories and we inspire people to change their lives through sharing these stories. This radio show is a medium for you and I to share our stories every week, but also to share the stories of some unique person yeah. in the DPO community. And everything we've shared from every one of our guests in the Warrior of the Weeks, there's no common thread between all of them. No. They come from completely no. different walks of life, completely different situations, completely different upbringings, backgrounds, religious, sociologists, you know, everything about them is different, but yet they've all found this continuous thread uh, through DDP Yoga to change their yep. lives through that channel. And when you share those magnitudes of these stories from totally different people, you're inspiring the masses, but also you're inspiring the people who can see themselves in certain people. And we, I feel right. that the biggest asset to this company is that we represent, in some way, everybody. Absolutely. We So when somebody had said to me one time, how could you best describe what you, what you do every day? And I said, you know what? What I do every day is very much like um, constructing a quilt. We're all different fabrics. We're all different thread counts. We're all different colors. We're all, we're all different, period. But we all come together for the common of a common goal. 
you have such you have such good analogies. You between your coach yeah. and both your analogies. <laughs> yeah, it. it's, so a a great, it's a thing. It's a thing. We're all a bunch of just um, scraps sewn together. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. While we are on this topic, I just wanted to um, give a quick shout out to Dr. Marcel Dore. Um, they had an event in Guelph, and they broke the attendance record um, that was set at All In. And apparently it was an amazing event. I couldn't make it because I had some medical things going on. But, wow, I am so proud of everyone. Yoga Doc showed up as well as Dallas and Brenda, of course. Um, And Stacy was there. I mean, there were so many people there. So I'm sorry I couldn't be there. But, wow, what an incredible event. And congratulations on breaking the attendance record. And, and thoughts and prayers for those who had to spend the weekend with Roger Sassafras, the pants. <laughs> um, I, heard, I, heard, I heard he was in attendance as well. Um, yes, he was. So, uh, <laughs> no. He's, uh, he, he actually, he, he messaged me this weekend, and I don't check my Facebook messages anymore. I just, I'm so bad at it because it just, if I get on there, it's going to be time vacuum for me. Oh, I know. It's going to be a time vacuum for me. But he messaged me, he sent a message on my on my Facebook page saying, check your damn messages. So I go up there and right. check them. And he said, you, you bastard. He said, now because of you and the radio show, everyone here is going to call me Roger Sassafrasa pants. So I, that, that brought me <laughs> great amounts of joy. Oh, that just makes uh, me happy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, so uh, shout out to Roger there over up in, uh, in Canada. <laughs> Yep, the very cool Canada. So, yeah, so it was so great that everybody came. So people got to hear Stacey Morris's story, you know, right there in front of them, which is incredible. And Dallas and Brenda and Marcel and Yoga Doc. I mean, he's he's wonderful. So, you know, yeah, I mean, what a great event. Yeah, right? Uh, Speaking of Stacey, but Katie and I were grocery shopping a couple of days ago, and it brought me such joy to walk up to the register and just see Stacy's pretty smile smiling back at me from the magazine cover. Yep. It's it's so cool. And, you know, I've known Stacy for a long time. She was a co-host on this show for with me for every single yep. week for, for years, and Robert and Paige and myself. And, man, she has worked so hard. And when you see somebody kind of do that journey over a long period of time, like she has, like I've been around for, for quite a while and just, you feel like you have a personal investment in her success, you know, seeing how hard she's worked and keep continuing to push it and pushing it to the next level and seeing that magazine cover, it's almost, you almost feel like you're starring on that magazine cover because you've just invested so much emotional and personal equity into someone's journey. And that's Stacy for me. And I'm so happy for her yep. that she's just, you know, yeah. getting the recognition for her hard work and, not only your hard work, she's such a prolific uh, writer and author and, you know, cook. And she's got so many hands and so many different pots, and she's worked very hard. And her story isn't one of self-serving. It's not one of getting me dolled up for the magazine cover. She's one of those people that truly gives back and truly pays back to the community in so many, so many ways. And, and you do. You feel almost like a pride, like a personal pride, seeing her when you walk up to the magazine cover to the point where you just want to, Show it in the cashier's face and saying, "I know her." 
Uh, I think yeah, I may have been several times this week. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I totally He's assuring you, buddy. He tapped you on the shoulder. <laughs> he escorts me out of the uh, out of the venue. Uh, <laughs> um, yep, I totally. So yeah, it was it's great. I'm really happy for her. Yeah, she's 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 incredible, and you know she's she is that kind of gold standard of, of what could happen because. You know, you look at Stacy. You don't think of a 300-pound person struggling her whole life with with food and depression and anxiety. Like, she's one of the people that you know is the poster child of. No matter where you start, you can have a good finish. You know. Absolutely. And Absolutely. There's there's an old saying, and uh, um, and it's it's kind of morbid and stuff. Not morbid, you know, but like you know. We have a long life, and at the end of life, most of us don't make it out alive. I think Keith Richards is the only one that's probably going to be uh, kind of <laughs> sticking around forever. But there was an old <laughs> thing that, that said, you know, we all make mistakes. We all do, you know, we all go down paths we regret. But our, big, yeah. our biggest goal is to finish well, you know, finish well. By the time you wrap it up, you know, wrap it up in a bow that you're proud of. And I know for a fact that Stacy struggled a lot when she was younger with food and stuff, and I think she's become a person that she's proud of, and I think she got to fight for a long time to kind of end that way, uh, you know, get things yeah. down the line. But she's on in a place where, you know, she proved that you know, you can do it. You can you can get yourself out of that muck and get yourself out of, you know, the trenches. I think what I admire most about Stacy is. She has become such a positive authority on her life. She wasn't willing to resign herself. Yeah, she wasn't willing to resign herself to her fate or what her perceived fate. She was willing to rise above that and just, you know, yeah. I mean, she's such an incredible person. If someone doesn't know who we're talking about, you really need to go and and research who Stacey is. Because, I mean, she's one of the most authentic people I know. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, and you know, I've got to give her a little, bit of a, a little bit of a handicap, though, because she does have a little bit of an advantage on the rest of, of the rest of us because she kind of has a chef, though, in her life, too, which isn't kind of, yes, it's not kind of uh, equal <laughs> to the rest of us. Chef still kind of, like, goes up there and creates some magic in the kitchen and, and uh, I don't think any of us have a cash chef, but I have a chef, Katie, and uh, chef yeah, Katie, yeah. nine out of nine out of ten times will set off the fire alarm when cooking. But uh, <laughs> I love her just the same. <laughs> Bless her heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's you, so she, awesome. I know she. We're we're in the suite here at the hotel, and she's doing the door closed with the cats because we had to get out of that get out of the house for a little bit. But um, she's it's so funny because. She's oblivious while cooking. I'm like, how do you not see that the house is covered in a thick layer of smoke right now? <laughs> she's so scattered right now. I love her. I love her so much. She, so, yeah, she can bake. She's a hell of a baker. Cooking is not her strong suit. That's my department, which I, I'm kind of uh, to think is by design. I think she's faking being a bad cook so she doesn't have to get up and, and do anything and I'll just, you know, get it all done. <laughs> which is brilliant. <laughs> I just love you know, you her heard so the term, much. You ever heard the term Kansas Citying yourself? Yep. You ever heard that? 
It's a, it's yep. a term that was an old wrestling term <laughs> that when you do something well, when you do something, like if you make something for someone's party, a dinner, or if you're asked to provide something, do it just well enough but not really well. Because if you do yeah. it really well, you're going to get stuck with that task forever. That's called Kansas City forever. stuff. Like when you, when you yep. make a complicated dish at Thanksgiving and you're like, oh, thank God, yep. that's done. But, and then every Thanksgiving you got to make it for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, why? Yep. <laughs> True. Uh, they make it just well enough that they're not going to ask for it again. So while I have you on the phone, um, what is the date? Once again, I've, I have somebody ask me, what's the date again for the Jericho Cruise? Oh, the Jericho Cruise. Well, speaking of which, the Jericho Cruise is a sponsor of DDP Radio, and I would right. love to play the Jericho Cruise 30-second uh, spot, which was provided to me by DDP from Chris Jericho himself. So you, in your own words, could hear the Jericho Cruise uh, information. So I'm going to play this right now. And instead of me sure. telling you, let's have the man himself, the uh, godfather of Foz, the blizzard of Foz, <laughs> Chris Jericho. <laughs> Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Picture this rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st, 2018, from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Ah, that sounds fun. Um, I just found out that uh, my, my good friend Christina Ann is going to be over on the Jericho Cruise, too, I believe. Oh, really? So that sounds like such an amazing time. Yeah. Um, I think the so. Galen's going to be going on it, too. Who was that? I think the Galen's, Tiffany and Mike, I think oh, they're okay. on it as well. Yep, I oh, think they're awesome. going. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many pots, so many rods and so many different fires and I remember when when you and I first started rolling into the DDPO, the little little you know sphere here, little um, universe here. There was you know maybe a big event every year, like a workshop, like the people get together, and then cool. there was a workshop where would literally take place in Paige's living room. Like literally, he would have yep. people go in his living room for a workshop, and then he had the the retreat. And the first year of the retreat, I think it was like twelve people, and then I think around the second year, it was nineteen people. And then uh-huh. every year it's grown since then. And now there's just like this big community events almost every right. other month or monthly or whatever. Like the Jericho Cruise is coming up and, and you know, that's going to be amazing. And DDP is going to be doing a workshop and so many DPO folks are going to be in there. And then, of course, the workshops and the all-ins and the, the destination, you know, you know, retreats and the, the ultimate workshops and the UK and Canada and Scotland and this has grown into something that I don't think any of us saw coming. Um, now, and it's so amazing because you think with all of these things, it would start to die down a little bit. You know, he's made his way around the country a few times, made his way to Scotland, Canada, but it's not dying down. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I always say, because, you know, when the author video hit, obviously the boom went viral. Then the shark oh, tank thing, good. boom went viral. You know, a lot of those things who kind of hit like that viral, they have that spike, and then they drop off. That's kind of the way that goes. 
And when the Arctic yep. hit, there was a spike, and then the shark tank. But the thing about GDP yoga is the reason why it keeps gaining traction is because of people. Because it's not a viral, you know, you know somebody who did GDP yoga, and they become a walking billboard for the product. So their lives are better. They're feeling amazing. They're looking incredible. They're healthier than ever. They're happier. They're, they're fit, you know. That person's life who's changed becomes a billboard for what we do. And then people yeah. ask him about it, and it's just, it's one of those things that's almost contagious. It spreads to people, the, the positivity and the, the uh, just the whole essence of, of the change is something that yeah. keeps building momentum because there's no way to look at somebody who's all in on DDPO and crushing it and changing their lives and not get inspired and at least try to, you know, kind of take it into account your own life and try to work it in there. You know, it 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 certainly has, and pardon the pun because I'm in Canada, but it certainly has snowballed. It really has snowballed into something really big. Um, but I was just I was just thinking, you know, have you ever tried to argue with someone who who just believes in something so much? It almost seems so fruitless. I remember once upon a time when I was, you know right into the thick of just working out all the time before I got sick and everyone would say, Oh, but you know, he's a wrestler or yeah, it's yoga. And I'm like, no, it's not, (laughs) you know, and it's so funny. And so many people tried to justify their argument, but it just wouldn't work. And now, Holy cow. Now it's just, the world is a much different place because of DDP yoga. Let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, you said it perfectly, you know. Anybody who did it knew. But, you know, back in the day, there was only a couple of wrestlers who were, who were doing yeah. it. And then, of course, they'd probably get a, a few Snickers in the locker room. And now, going to any locker room, I get it, you try to find somebody who's not doing it. You know, it it's one of those things, especially right? if you're in a contact sport, like pro wrestling or MMA, those kind of stabilizing muscles and stabilizing, you know, those, if you're if you're in a sport that's, if any kind of sport, whether it be contact, football, anything, and you're not doing something on the lines of DDP yoga for your preservation, you're an idiot. <laughs> because that's how people get hurt. Right. People, don't get, people forget that. People don't typically get hurt from the big faults or the big hits. It's usually something yeah. like a tweak or a twist. You know, I told this story on the show before, but I was with Paige um, a couple of years ago up in New Hampshire. It was winter. We're walking around Portsmouth and, uh, he was talking about the ice. He had just came from a visiting family or something in New Jersey or New York. And he was telling me that he was walking up the stairs and he fell. He slipped on the ice yeah. and he kind of twisted his knee and almost fell, but he caught himself because he was able to kind of strengthen all those stabilizers around his knee. He said if he hadn't been doing the deep yoga program, he would have torn his knee to, to shit. He would have just torn it to shreds. Oh, yeah. And the fact that oh, he yeah. kind of built that strength slipping on that ice that twist, you know, he was able to kind of, you know, go with it and navigate through it a lot. But, you know, people forget if you're in a sport like that, it's not the big hits, the big falls that hurt you. It's the, it's the little tweaks and twinges and twists or, you know, right. that'll tear up your, right. your shit and then put you on the sidelines for good. Well, we were surfing YouTube here, I don't know, a couple of days ago, and we came across that whole thing that Dallas said, you know, like every night he got in the ring, it was like suffering, you know, five or six different car crashes. You know, just the impact on his body was just so much. And I mean, wow. And I mean, it's not like um, it's 
old school wrestlers who are just doing this. There's a lot of active wrestlers who are who are diving into this because they recognize, you know, the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like when we were down at the PC, right? Drew McIntyre was there, you know, oh gosh. And I mean, I know just because I hear this all the time, but everybody goes. Everybody goes. It seems like everybody anyway, but, you know, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, the, I mean, all, it's true. I, I, oh, all roads lead to Smyrna, Georgia. <laughs> that, that's correct. Um, yeah. we, we, I brought uh, I brought Paige to an independent shop down in uh, Fall River, Massachusetts, several, several years ago, years and years ago. And uh, first time I met Boston Bad Boy, Chris Cabarino, he came out to the show, <laughs> and um, it was, <laughs> Bad Boy is a, is a trip. I love that kid. He's, he's hilarious. Um, but we went there, and, and Paige did uh, a spot where he kind of showed the Arthur video <clears throat> in the ring and then dropped a diamond cutter on some rookie and, uh, you know, got a pop <laughs> in the crowd and left. And afterwards, he, he yelled to me, Mikey, we're in the locker room. He goes, here, get me some ice. You know, <clears throat> stole my thing full of ice and get this little ice pack. So I go in there and put, like, a couple scoops of ice and. There wasn't any ice, so you had to go to the vendor. It was just this guy set up in the middle of the hallway on, like, a cart and didn't have much ice. So I went and got a little ice and paid, but that's not enough ice. Yeah, we'll give him some ice. So I go back, and the guy's not giving me a hassle and, and stuff, and put, like, two cubes of ice in there. And finally, Payne's like, I'll do it. Goes up there and gets and convinces the guy to give him basically all the ice that he has. And everyone always jokes about Paige, you know, he's always he's got ice everywhere after the match, ice on the shoulders, ice on the back. And that's something he's done since day one. Everyone yep. always kind of just kind of pokes fun at him for that. But he's 60-what years old now, and he looks the way he does, and he's walking the way he's walking, and he's doing what he does. So make fun of him all you want. <laughs> he has to be doing something right. Right. And, I mean, it comes <laughs> down to that old adage that the proof is in the pudding, right? And, I mean, look at Dallas. All you got to do is look at him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't lift weights, folks. <laughs> like, nope. honestly, nope. It's all DDP yoga. And yep. that, that kind of brings us back around to kind of what I was saying before. And we only have like two minutes and 42 seconds left here because I scheduled a 45-minute show because I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I forgot to add time. So we got two minutes. So I'm going to wrap it up. And if you have a quote available, I'll grab it sure. from you. yep. Um, yep. But that brings us all back around to finishing well. You know, I kind of, I kind of assumed that my life would go well for the first 40 years, and probably start to get some health issues, and 50 years rolls around, start to get some more. And by the time you're 60 or 70, you're sitting in a recliner, just kind of waiting out your final years, inactive. Dallas is proof that you don't have to accept that life. You know, you could be 60, yep. you can go yep. into your 70s. Look at Ted. Uh, Ted is incredible. Right? You don't have to kind He's of resign to that adage of I'm old and I'm finishing up and I got to act old. I got to sit here and, you know, wait to die. Finish well. You nope. can be, you know, active. You can, people, aging is a different game now. And that's why I think something like GDP is so important because it doesn't take, you know, a weight lifter or doesn't brutalize your back or your shoulders and, it's something you can do up to the very end to maintain your, your health. And Dallas is 60-something years old. I, I got him out living. At this point, I got him live, out living every one of us because that guy is incredible yep. and proof yep. that uh, hard work and keeping at it pays off. But 
You got 90 seconds. You got a quote for us? Yep. Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. And that is from Confucius. Oh, wow. There we go. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thanks, Mike. You're awesome. Ah, right back at you. And uh, we'll be back next week, I think. And uh, we got Crystal and we got all kinds of fun stuff coming up. So have a great week. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're uh, staying warm. And uh, (laughs) next week, thanks for for taking the time, Crystal. Thanks, Mike. You too. I hope you have a wonderful Uh, week. All right. I will. Take care, guys, and we'll be back next week. Take care. And remember, until then, own it and never, ever give up. (laughs) See you guys. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.